You look at me and the first word that comes to your mind is sophisticated? Um, no. <laughs> Welcome to Pardon My French, a podcast with Cecile and Michelle, two friends from both sides of the Atlantic living in Maine, discussing language, translation, poetry, writing, movies, and the stupid, splendid, perplexing world around us. It may contain some bad words. Welcome back to another episode of Pardon My French with Cecile and Michelle. Today, we have a special treat for our listeners. Cecile, you recently took a month-long trip to Japan. How was it? Thanks, Michelle. It was absolutely incredible. Japan is unlike anywhere else I've been. The blend of tradition and modernity is mind-blowing. That sounds fascinating. Can you share one standout moment from your trip? Sure thing. Visiting Kyoto and experiencing a traditional tea ceremony in a centuries-old tea house was a highlight. The precision and grace involved in making matcha tea left a lasting impression. Did it? Wow, that must have been a serene experience. Did you get to explore any hidden gems or off-the-beaten-path places? Absolutely, Michelle. I stumbled upon this charming little village in the Japanese Alps called Shirakawago. The thatch roof farmhouses were like something out of a fairy tale. That sounds enchanting. And of course, we have to talk about the food. Any mm -hmm. must-try dishes you'd recommend to our listeners? Oh, the food was a major highlight. Sushi in Tokyo's Tsukiji Fish Market, the street food in Osaka, and the traditional kaiseki meal in Kyoto, all unforgettable. But if you go, you must try ramen from a tiny local shop. It's life-changing. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Thanks for sharing these amazing moments from your trip, Cecile. I'm sure our listeners are now dreaming of their own Japanese adventure. My pleasure, Michelle. Japan truly is a destination that everyone should experience at least once in their lifetime. That's, you're good. You're good. You should do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> oh I God, mean, I just don't talk like a normal human. I, you <laughs> at least have some experience no, 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 no. with normal human talking. Are you serious? I think you sounded very normal and I sounded like, what the fuck? They probably thought I took some English lessons or I was trying to. <laughs> I don't know what a thatch roof is. Is those roof that goes like, should we tell them the truth? <laughs> <laughs> nobody understands what's going on. I, nobody would believe that that's what we were doing. In, but maybe because they haven't listened before, they think that we're just like these normal people. Yeah, I know. They, I think that a lot of people just stop listening now because they're like, they're talking mm. like robots. Yeah. And like, they're so annoying. Keep saying each other's names. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, Michelle, saying absolutely. Like, yes. <laughs> Some people do say absolutely. Sure thing. Yeah, sure thing. Sure thing. Sure thing. Sure thing. Sure thing. Yeah, sure thing. Sure thing. <laughs> oh, sure that thing. Was so, hard. Huh. so um, do you want to tell people where this is coming from? <laughs> Uh, this, so this is a prompt from ChatGPT that was to write a brief conversation between Michelle and Cecile, the podcast Pardon My French with Cecile and Michelle, about Cecile's month-long trip to Japan. I mean, 
I'm... some of it is true. It's just that that's not the way we would talk, right? I never said sure thing out loud. That was very weird. <laughs> you did. Um, you did do many of these things. I did. I, Which... I never heard of Shirakawa Go. Uh, <laughs> it rolled off your tongue like I mean, yeah, nothing. I do speak Japanese now. I, that, so. <laughs> yeah, you were really rolling with the vernacular. Some of it, some of it it's so funny. Like the, I think those are the things people do, right? Like yeah. the Tsukiji market that is, by the way, changed its name. Just so you know, um, uh, the street food in Osaka. That's true. The Kyoto thing is true. Ramen from a tiny local shop. Yeah, definitely, it is life changing. I just wouldn't say that's that that. Way? It was life changing. It's life changing. I think I would have said, "Oh my God, Michelle, you should go. You have to go. <laughs> it changed my life." <laughs> um, well, and then what else? What was in there? Maybe um, I should have described us, you know, as rad, <laughs> rad tween girls or something. That was. Been, that was that's obviously what we sound more like. I yeah, guess. I think so too. Yeah, definitely. Two rad tween girls went to Japan. Two rad. Oh, do you think if you do that, we'll have a completely different text? Probably. You yeah, just, right? Mm, We'd be rad and tween. Um, I mean, I could think of some other. We should do, this should be a thing. We should open each podcast with like a chat GPT written intro about, a about what we're subject. going to talk about. Yes. Yeah. And then we just. Act it. I love this so much. I, I do too, I mean, but it's going to depress the heck out of me because it's going to be like, oh, like, I we know. Get, that's that what we you don't think need to even do the podcast. You think it's going to be better than us? That's what you're saying? Yeah, it's nah. probably just going to. You think so? I mean, this <laughs> sucks. I have so much more interesting more. stuff to say than what ChatGPT <laughs> is saying we, about We should get to it. Yes. Cecile, shall, shall, shall we? Sure thing. Sure thing. <laughs> Sure thing. Absolutely, Michelle. Absolutely. That sounds remarkable. Yes, it was life changing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's funny because one of these things, what do they say? The Japanese apps. I wasn't there, but I was in a mountain town called Nozawa Ansen, north of, Japan, of Tokyo. Sorry. So. You could, yeah, I guess that part was a little close to what I experienced. It was a charming little village. Yeah. Well, yeah. I assume that you went to a tea ceremony. I did not go to a tea <laughs> ceremony because you did not. Okay. I don't know. I think those things are too touristy. And unless you like really live there and know, you know, I'm a little sure. like that, you know, I think I'm superior to all the other tourists. And yes. Yeah, obviously. We are. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> we are. Do you, do you realize how when we go abroad, we're like, oh, this place was for tourists and i'm like but what do you think you are <laughs> so it's a little like that like i know that those tea ceremony places they ask a lot of money and it's all like just i don't know i just i i, I want to experience it if i really live there and like people can take me to a sure. genuine place and not just where everybody goes and and also i don't understand these people like there's no judgment when i say that it's me personally who rent those like kimonos and like go around with them, walking around with them. I think, I don't know. It, it feels weird to me. Yeah. It's a not a costume. It's what people really wear in, in like festivals and stuff. And you're just, 
I don't know. I understand the appeal. I understand the appeal of it, but I would not feel comfortable doing that. So this tea <laughs> ceremony is a little like that too, because yeah. there's a whole thing behind it. Like people practice for years to be able to do that, and here you are just having tea with them and taking pictures and like I don't know. It sounds like I don't know. Yes, you're. Um, I don't know if you see what I mean. You're taking something that's a real important tradition and yeah. treating it like yeah. it's a carnival. But I guess. on the other hand, I don't want to sound. Uh, condescending or what when I say that because on the other hand it's them offering that sure, for tourists so if, if you're doing if they're offering it then you should accept it it's not up to you to decide that it's not a good thing I guess I have I don't know, I'm torn I have so many questions I don't even know where <laughs> yes, to be please. begin should this be a Cecile interview am I your guest yeah I mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding I sure thing hmm, let's sure do that thing. let's Bring it up. That must have been a serene experience. <laughs> it was so serene. I mean, Tokyo was like the opposite of serene, honestly. It's, I bet. Now, did you just, meet, a, I guess my first question is, did you meet an older man that was there doing an ad for whiskey and you both had insomnia together? What? And then did karaoke and then Oh, you I see what you're talking about. one no, another that, that, and he whispered that, something that, to you? I was definitely... Uh, in translation <laughs> <laughs> the language was a real barrier and everything no 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 that did not we didn't that have didn't any crazy okay. you really made me laugh when you texted me one day asking if i shaved my hair or like did any crazy stuff but um well yeah i got no. to a point where like does she look the same i'm did she, do i look the same <clears throat> yes you do i look the same thank god i thank felt god. like i'd lost a limb which limb? I asked you before. I know. And that was one. your response, is which limb? I mean... I, I mean, a pinky finger is not the same as, like, a whole arm, so I'm asking. I mean, a limb you'd think would be good enough. <laughs> I lost a part of my heart. <laughs> no, I know. I know what you okay. mean. But it was the same for me. Not being here was really hard. Okay. Anyway. Did... Okay. okay. You <clears throat> were the people that you were... Um, like hanging out with um from the from tokyo so i didn't really hang out with people i mean i met people at the hotel we were staying at that was full of foreigners by the way mostly europeans and all that was fun Uh but we didn't really did we hang out with people no not at the beginning it's just when i went a few days to that village in the mountains that i got to hang out with people but again foreigners it's one of the those countries where if you don't speak the language it's a real real obstacle i see like i watch videos of people you know getting interviewed like foreigners living in japan and the guy is always asking them like what would you recommend to someone who wants to live in japan and they all say learn the language learn the language and in my mind i was like I'll learn once I go there, you know, it's, you need to be immersed. And I'm like, no, you need to practice before you go. Cause otherwise there's no connection, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. So I speak French and English so I can more or less understand other like Latin languages, you know? Mm-hmm. So let's say you put me in Italy, mm-hmm. I'd be like, just add an O at the end of a <laughs> sure. word. I mean, not, don't want to minimize their language, but you can make it up, you know, it can be like, Hey, agua, agua. I don't know. Sure. Something. Or read a little at least. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Cause the alphabet is the same, but in Japan, you just enter a store. We learned a few words, but then just blank out. And you're like, uh, 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 sure. I just don't know what to make up. Cause I can't, sure. there's like nothing, yes. there's nothing. And so that was very frustrating, but uh, they're very friendly. You could like foreigners mostly 
they like French people, especially when we're oh. like. So I know how to say I'm from France. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Furan Sukarades is how you say it. <laughs> I love it's it. music to my ears. <laughs> to me too, actually. Can yeah. you write that? Can I the write The writing it? is so challenging. It is very challenging. You, so you sent me your, some characters. Because oh, really they, they have three alphabets. So it's, yeah, it's kind of challenging. You have to learn. Wait a minute. They have three alphabets? Yeah, you can, you could put it. So they have the kanjis, the kanji letters that come from China, you know, is those. Uh, so each character means a word basically, or a part of a, of a, of a word. Um, like the one I sent you were two characters. I don't know what they individually mean, but put together, they meant friendship. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other two alphabets are called hiragana and katakana. And they are derived from the Chinese thing. So it's like basically writing it for centuries and centuries, it, not centuries and centuries, but <laughs> years and years. It, it developed in, into those two different alphabets. And I see. So it's, yeah, it's very, it's not that hard. We started actually studying them and. But they're using the primary uh, one for. They're using all them for different things. So I see. So kanjis are more from like words, like general vocabulary. I think the hiragana is more for like um, verbs and adjectives and, and, you know, prefix, suffix, stuff like that, like grammatical constructions. And the katakana, I think is from words that, like foreign words, like uh, mostly for food, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like ramen or <laughs> sushi or whatever. Uh, although I have it out now. Well, anyway, they're mostly used for foreign. So if you want to say your country, for example, those will mostly be written in katakana. Okay, that was my lesson for today. I hope you learned something. Can and you it's teach not like me I'm... to say, just <gasps> go into um, like a restaurant and greet them? I, I, mean, I don't, I mean, oh, okay. uh, oh, oh. so you, if, if it's the evening, you say kombawa, which, kombawa. Mean, which means, yeah, easy, which okay. means uh, good evening. And then good luck to order your food. <laughs> <laughs> we, we honestly managed with... Google Translate. And also we went to places that had pictures or we would look up the menu before going. So we knew what we wanted and like which line of the menu was what we wanted. So once there, we could just show it. Right. And then we just know the basics. Like, can I have water or uh, can I have the check, please? You know, just memorize them. Right. But the funny thing is that sometimes I would, I would go there and I also know how to say, do you understand English? So I would say it and they would reply, oh, just a little. Mm-hmm. But then, because I think my question was good. I mean, I'm not saying it's not exceptional. It's a very short question. They would start talking Japanese to me. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, I just learned that sentence. I don't understand. <laughs> shit. Oh, I, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand anything you're saying. Um, and so that's frustrating because they seem so nice and they're trying to help. And you're just looking at them and you're like, Ugh. Wakarimasen is I don't understand. That's I think the word we use the most. Now okay. it would be sorry. Long answer. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's pretty common, certainly in Paris, maybe not in the outskirts, but that you that the French people would ha- would know a little English. But I mean, is it as likely? It seems like it would be more <laughs> unlikely that. Yeah, it is. It is more know. unlikely. They don't. Yeah. they don't know English. Yeah, they they try. Um, do they have, did you think that they had any preconceived notions about you as a, well, you're saying you, they sort of liked Europeans. 
Yeah, especially French. They love French, French. food. They love French like okay. baked goods. There are so many French bakeries, amazing uh, baguettes and stuff yeah. like that, croissants and um, stuff like that. Uh, I don't. Th then I spoke to people who lived there for several years, and they told me there was a lot of racism in Tokyo. I don't know. I've only been there for a month. I can say, you know, like what What if you move there and you're actually trying to rent an apartment? Mm -hmm. Do they make it more difficult for you? You know, it's not the same mm -hmm. when you go as a client to a bakery than you're, when you're actually trying to, you know, yes, rent a place or whatever. So I don't know, but they seem very, but it's very, it's uh, honestly, it really opens up your perspective about the world. It sounds very cliche to say that, but Because you stand out. I mean, they physically sure. look different. Okay. Yeah. Probably taller. No, they're not. They're shorter, actually. I mean, you're. Oh, yeah. I'm taller. You're. Yeah. Or others. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Batiste was super tall, but he's yeah. already tall. Yeah. I finally towered over everybody. Else. I finally understood how it changes your life to be taller than other people. I'm like, wow, that's something we should talk about. I'm sure that taller people are more confident than shorter people in life. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I'm in the subway standing. I can breathe because people are shorter than me. In Paris, I can't. I just suffocate. So, yeah, you're you know. just immersed in... And it, so the subway is a good place because it's crowded generally. And you're just standing out. You know, you look around and you're like, I'm standing out. Like, I'm different from everybody else. Because yeah, they're, I'm, I'm not saying they're all the same. Obviously not. But it's homogeneous. You know, same yeah. color, hair color, same eyes, same height almost and the dressing code too there's like you know they all there's like um the way they dress is pretty homogeneous too uh, business put together yeah, yeah um, put together and women are very um not conservative but very like how do you say uh, they don't you know they they don't wear like showing stuff uh -huh. they, they wear long pants well like the one i'm wearing right now yeah and even when you look at stores like you can see skirts are generally long and they don't you can see their boobs like you're seeing mine or so you're just walking around with your boobs out the whole time that's exactly you're what tall I, so you stand, and booby and i'm surprised <laughs> and you, you survived chicks i know yeah. but it's not they're also very you know respectful and everything so it's not like like everybody's staring at you or anything but you stand out even more because of the way you're dressed But again, this is one month in Tokyo. I'm not uh -huh. generalizing. Yeah. I also saw some very young women who were more like European dressed. But the general thing was that, I guess. Now, and yeah. Okay. yeah. And so, you, yeah, okay. go ahead. No, I was just, <laughs> just going to say that that's, that, that that's humbling, you know, to be in a country where like you, you really look different from anybody else. And it's. Yeah, we have to really go far afield to to really do that. Where it's yes, like I'm, I can't even pretend make, to simulate here. It yeah. would make you understand a lot about a lot of things. Is mm -hmm. what I think. Sure, I thought it was interesting that you were saying, um, and I wasn't. I was trying not to listen because I was wanted to hear it here, but the, about the um, about the the culture being very different. I mean, obviously we're complete rubes here, and it just gets worse. Um, <laughs> um, more um west you go but uh but the, you found that 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 it people were very uh generous and absolutely michelle so <laughs> sure thing. Sure, sure thing, thing. Oh, this is how i should have said it. sure thing 
Thanks, Michel. So <laughs> it's my pleasure um, to answer your question. Um, yes. So, so I've been there before. I told you this, yeah. I think. And the first time I've been, I had been here was in 2018 and we had spent five weeks there. And then we moved from there directly to South Korea. And the first thing we saw when we arrived in South Korea, it was Busan for those who maybe know it's, it's city, um, by the water, South of South Korea. And we're walking from wherever we were to our hotel and we saw people speeding in the in the in the street like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a really? little, just little like ASMR that. here. <laughs> and but then I remember Betisa and I looked at each other after five weeks in Japan. We were so shocked. But also on the other hand, we're like, oh, we're back to we're back on Earth. Like these people are uh, human. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And that made us realize that so we loved the respect and we loved how everything mm. was, you know, very mm. clean and perfect and blah, blah. Mm. But on the other hand, it kind of lacked some mm. humanity, I want to say. It mm. was like too much and almost fake and almost robotic and all these things. You know what I mean? So neat. Yeah. So I had that in mind when we went back this time. And I don't know if I still think that way. I don't know. Maybe I we didn't stay. We didn't have that cultural shock. I, I don't know. I... I do think that way, though, still, that they're too... Pol- but you could say the same here. You know, we talked about this before, how Americans are always positive. Or yeah. these Mainers, people I know here are always like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. And I love your hair so much. Oh my-. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, come on, you can't be like that every day. So a part of you is faking it. Like, you know, just say it's good to see you. Don't uh, uh, yeah. like... <laughs> so there's some similarity. So yeah. they're they're very... Yeah, that's it. It's like, yeah, they're always very positive, always very polite, always. But those are business people, so they have to be like this, right? But then we got a chance to meet people um, uh, who we might work with in the future, and we had dinner with them, and they were all ages at the table, and that was really nice. And we got to see them um, out of the professional frame you know and the way they interact with each other and with us and it was very it was very warm it was very mindful and i really love that they seem to really care about each other you know there's no like i'm gonna talk more than you and i'm gonna show up off and i'm gonna it's not about you it's always they were interesting in in india in sorry they were interesting interested in each other and they were listening and you could feel it. It's just a general vibe. Yeah. And so um, do you want me to tell that little story when we're at dinner? Yeah, yeah. It's just a short thing. But so we went to dinner with six other people and we it was like a traditional um, izakaya. So it's like a bar restaurant. It's a restaurant where they serve alcohol, basically. And so we're sitting on these low tables uh, with my partner, two person, two people facing us and the four others in an, on another table next to us. And at some point, so we're discussing, and at some point, one of them says, shuffle time, shuffle, shuffle. And so they, they all stand up and they're shuffling. And I look at my partner. I'm like, okay, we shuffle. <laughs> and then he said, he said, the, the guy said, no, 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 you, you, you sit, you're our guest, we shuffle. So what I understood is that they were shuffling so that they would each get time mm-hmm. to discuss with us, you know, because yes. we were the guests. That's and so nice. I think part of it is they want to practice English. 
Mm. So they're like, oh, those are the English speaking people and we want to. And okay, funny story. Uh, we got two guys and then two guys and then we got two girls and they were very shy. And it was so funny because you could see they were like textbook English, you know. So one of them sits and goes like, so what is your hobby? Oh, wow. <laughs> and then she's like, do you have a job? What is your job? And she speaks like this. And I was like laughing so much. Hey, you're so cute. And so, you know, I try to speak in a way they understand me. My hobby is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was so cute. It was so cute. Okay. You know, the cliche about the Japanese people are, of course, if they're not a business person that's not achieving um, their monthly financials, they would then go jump off a building. Oh, yeah. Or I mean, that's true, too. I'm taking making a leap here, but that's the maybe the underside of having that, uh, like you were saying, very polite culture that belies a feeling of of inadequacy when you're not. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's the... Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, again, we only stayed one month, so it's hard to, you know... Um, experience everything about the country but the first time we were there we actually witnessed like we didn't witness someone jumping off of the roof we witnessed the aftermath of it like there were people gathering at the at the bottom of a building and we just assumed i mean you know everyone was looking up and talking and we're like okay someone is there we don't want to see it just okay go ahead i'm sorry you what so someone did jump off a roof yeah and the buildings are very high yeah, well, I, mean, I was I just saying. It. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that happens. Like going to. <laughs> I, don't know. I know it's like going to Florida and everybody's riding a flamingo. I mean, it's <laughs> crazy oh, because it's the cliche, but I mean, it's 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 true. I think they work a lot. I think they're working. Um, how do you say? Was um, everyone just sort of like? I mean, there the police goes was another there by there. Why? No, people were just looking, and I remember. You know how you're you're drawn to these events, like you know you shouldn't look, but you look. It's like when you see an ambulance and they're carrying someone, sure. and you're like, "It's not my business. I shouldn't look, but you want to look." It's human, I guess. So I was in that state. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is terrible!" But I, like, it's kind of I want to know what happened, you know. And my partner was really like, "Okay, we're moving. <laughs> we I don't want to know." So we just moved away. But people were That's... just definitely like pointing at it and talking uh, and like. All right. That seems such uh, like that would be a rare occurrence that you just walked right I into. Know, That's I know. So... And I mean, it was obvious because it was at the bottom and everybody was away and people were pointing up and we all looked up and we, I mean, it was at the bottom of this huge building and crazy. I know. Wow. Scary, scary, scary. Okay. But so now um... when you, so, cause there are many like, um, buildings that are malls inside of them and you can go up to the 10th floor or whatever and they have a rooftop or whatever but there's always this huge like wall there that you can't climb or they put like huge um like prison uh, how do you say bars or whatever um so to prevent these kind of things but anyway so this is i guess, I guess it's the hidden because they work a lot i think that they have a lot of working pressure Sure. And a lot of people, it makes sense, actually, I guess. They're alone and they spend their time working. And Oops, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know about sure. that. I don't want to talk about something I don't yeah, I know anything I know. about. That's but I got, I got to see these people out of the work environment. And it was fun to see that they have the same the same fears we do, you know. Like, I don't know, this kind, this guy at some point was saying something like, 
he was talking about something and he said, I don't know, I'm a little nervous. I'm afraid of sounding stupid. And, you know, I, I, I was almost not expecting that. I'm like, you are afraid of sounding stupid. I mean, look, you're Japanese. Everything is perfect. Everything. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Of course not. That's almost racist. But it's, you know, they, they put this face on that everything is very organized and clean and blah, blah, blah. But deep inside, they're humans and they're, they have anxieties and everything. They just don't talk about it because you don't. Yeah. But when you see them outside, it's... Yeah. They can open up, I guess. Fascinating. So different from... I feel like I'm this... saying something so, like, cliche and yeah, I know, stupid. I know. But, I no. mean, those are my thoughts. No, of I can't... course. That's what you saw. Did you find them friendly and... Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I even made them laugh. I was so... That was, for me, the biggest achievement. I'm like, oh, I made them laugh. I can make jokes in English and make Japanese people Aww. laugh. And they were laughing so hard. I, I was a little clownish, I guess. But also, can I say something else? For me, one very difficult thing was that people don't hug. They're not very physical there. Oh, and you know how I like You were going hugging. in for the hug. No, I, I didn't no. because I knew it would yeah. be too much. Did it, you do this? Yeah, the I bow. bow. I bow. Yeah. And I think because of yoga, I also put my hands together, which they don't really do. Ew. But I was bowing like this. So imagine bowing with my hands together. They don't do it. They just bow. And even... So after dinner... We formed like this circle. And when you bow, they bow and then they bow and you bow and everybody's yeah. bowing and nobody's stopping. No, and they you... do that to okay. each other. Yeah. But with us, it was just like, I mean, I bowed and I stopped, you know. I... <laughs> okay. But they, I witnessed that uh, between <laughs> other people. So we formed a circle and they did a thing where you say something and then you clap and then you say something again. Like it's like a ritual, not a ritual, but a thing they do after dinner just to say thank you. Or spending this time with me, huh. whatever. That was interesting. And then they bow and then poop, they don't look back. Everybody goes in their direction. And so I'm like, but where's the hug? Where's the, uh, oh, it was so nice. That's what I miss, the American enthusiasm. It was yeah. so nice to have yeah. dinner with you. Right, uh, right. No. All the fake stuff that you make fun of, you missed it. Yes. No. So that's, that's going to be challenging if we do move there someday. And it's not something that I can, you know, be like, because here it's easy. Let's say you, you don't generally hug people. It's okay. You know, it's something I can kind of transmit and be like, no, I'm a hugger. So now you have to be a hugger. Too. <laughs> but it's just, it's not something they do. So you can't, you know, you can't just touch a person like that. Right. <laughs> if it's not at all in their culture. Exactly. Like they don't hug their friends. Why would they hug me? Right. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, did I tell you that I got hit on on the street? <laughs> that was actually a funny experience. I you should share. tell me how that uh, went. So I was just, there was one day I was just not working. Um, and I was, I decided to go out by myself to this neighborhood that is kind of known for its vintage, like secondhand clothing stores. And, you know, I like that. Yeah. So I went by myself because, you know, if you go with someone else, sometimes it's, they're just bored and... <laughs> <laughs> not naming no, anybody no, of course. but you just know they're just theory. like they're just like we went to 10 already do you already or like oh you already have a shirt like that do you re uh, okay shut please please okay so anyway and i was just it was a crowded area and then at some point i turned into a like less crowded street but it's very safe there i mean it's like nothing unsafe and it's broad broad, broad light broad day broad oh. 
What am I saying? Yeah, broad, yeah. broad daylight. Broad daylight. Anyway, and so I turn and I see these two guys. I think they're approximately my age, but I couldn't say. And as soon as they saw me, they kind of stopped and they start talking to each other. And I'm, and you know, like they're excited and all. And I'm like, so they're walking towards me. They were wa- walking toward me, and I'm gonna pass them, you know. And I'm a hundred percent sure <laughs> something is gonna happen. Like they're gonna interact. <laughs> so I pass them, and one of them says, but they, he doesn't look. He he's just shy. He's looking down, and he says. Hi. And so I say, hi. And I keep walking. And he says, I, hi again. So I start giggling and I say, konnichiwa. And I, and I keep walking. And then he ran after me and he said, sorry, sorry. Uh, can I ask you something? And then I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. And then he says, do you have any Japanese friends? <laughs> and I said, oh, no, because, you know, I don't speak Japanese. So it's really hard for me. And then he grabs my hands, but in the sweetest way, like with both hands, like a child, you know, he grabs my hand like this. Yes. And then he looks at me and he says, oh, I don't speak English, but please, I want to be your friend. It was so sweet. I'm mean, like anywhere else I would freak out, you know, right. like don't touch me. Right. Don't. What does it mean? You want to be my friend? Like, I don't know. But so it was, romantic. It was so sweet and like almost childlike that I just I was just, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, you know. I didn't know what to say. I was just laughing. And then his friend said, oh, how long are you staying here? <laughs> it wasn't phrased that way. It was very like, how long you, yeah. I don't know, what, I, whatever. And then I said, oh, one more week. And then when I said that, he did this mm, sound <laughs> and he let go of my hand and he said, okay. Oh, and then so, like, he, he was, was so, looking for a long term. He was not, yeah, I think so. He was so disappointed. And then I said, okay, thank you. And I just... Well, and then I was smiling for five minutes because oh, I my thought it was so goodness. cute. So the, cute. The, you did have a you did have a Bill Murray Scarlett Johansson moment. Oh, that's moment. true. You did ask about that. I totally forgot. And then he yeah, kind of. Said, wow, that's so funny because it's just um, it just goes to show, like you were saying, like you you stuck out in yeah, a way, I so. and I mean, obviously he thought you were charming, but there's something about you um, being a foreigner that made it okay for him to just sort of launch into some thing or something. I think seems so. interesting. I, I really thought he would do that to a Japanese person, like right. hold their hand and do like, so right. there's that. And the charming thing, definitely, you know, like regardless of how charming you are in your, the country you come from, <laughs> you're charming because you're different. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. You're just a different person. So yeah, yeah. I guess we, ha- we do have an advantage. Yes, you're Which exotic. I, I appreciate. You <laughs> I mean, it depends. This guy was, of course, you were wearing that romper oh my God, that you got. I, I actually it, realized it, later it's on. Stilo. I swear to you, exactly. Oh no! Oh my God! That oh my God! That short. I didn't. Were you? Did he think you were a hooker? Come on! No, 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 no! no I don't think so. I was wearing normal like jean shorts, but okay. I did realize later on that my t-shirt was kind of transparent and you could definitely see my bra and you know it was out there i see this is all starting to become clear to me what actually went on (laughs) maybe they thought maybe they do have this like cliche that foreigners are easier you know we have a caller uh we have a caller so uh i have a question (laughs) that is great that's the you that is the tea ceremony i was waiting to hear about
Was there an intersection of your yoga practice at all where you were able to, I mean, I, I, I did go to yoga. I did, go, did you go? Oh. Yeah, I went to three classes. Oh, that must have Japanese. been really interesting. Yeah, it was really interesting because I didn't understand shit. Uh, sorry, I said shit. But we said, <laughs> we said at the beginning that there might be some bad words. Yes. So I can say shit. Uh, I did not understand anything, but uh, she sometimes, okay, so this is a funny thing. She sometimes said the names of the postures uh, in Sanskrit with her accent, but still in Sanskrit, so I can understand, you know. Oh, nice. Um, and then the, the, the names, all the others are basically in English. So downward facing dog. Downwardu facing dog. Oh! With their accents. And I thought it was so cute. Wow. I know, you're no, like, no, I, don't, I know this one. I know this one. <laughs> and it was so cute. Or like planku, planku pose. You oh, know? planku pose. So. Yeah. Ch- child pose. I can't remember all the poppy dogu. Oh, the poppy dogu was my favorite. Really? Yeah. It was so cute. Oh, and so you understand them. Anyway. And then I think after I went three times, so I could understand. I think I caught up the word for knee. I think it's hisa. I hope I'm not wrong. Because... She said it several times and it was always when we would bend the knee. So I'm like, oh, this either means bend or knee. I think it meant knee. Anyway, so, you know, it's, I think it's a good way to actually learn the language. We have a caller that's uh, Japanese. Can we take the call? Yeah, please. Can you confirm that Giza means knee? (laughs) Uh, Yes. So that was very humbling too, you know. What did you Uh, wear? um, What did you wear? For yoga? Um, not just every day. Oh, like just you, the same day. The, your Cecile outfits? No, I was, I mean, I wore whatever I would have wore here. It was super hot. It was like, mid, it was really hot. Yeah. yeah. Mid nineties, uh, very humid. So yeah. Yeah. Very short shorts and very booby showing. Uh, <laughs> I wow. Mean, it was so hot. It was y- so hot. Yeah. Yeah. You would just had to. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how they did it in their really? business suits and everything. It's for me, sure. it was impossible. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, what else? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess, can you just touch? <laughs> can I just <laughs> touch? Do you want me to touch something? I was going to say, you know, did, oh, I didn't. did you, um, would you say it was a blend of tradition and modernity? <laughs> and it, um, that was mind-blowing. No, it was, um, no, but the food. Oh. Now, I you know, I went to use Saku during this time. And honestly, I w- was like, well, how can it be any better than this? It's so much better that much further down the coast from here. And I just enjoyed it so much. They had uni and I had some, they, I had, they had monkfish liver, which is a thing I really like. And they had it on special. I was so excited. It's just like eating pate. And we, anyway, so I had really good sushi and I was thinking about you and I was wondering the stuff that you sent me looked, I mean, it was beautiful, um, looked amazing. And I assume it was incredibly it was delicious. delicious. It was so good. I think because the, f- I mean, because it's fresher and also the pieces of fish are thicker and bigger. And so, and also they melt in your mouth. I'm thinking of this tuna fish i had that was just like i told you i, I wanted to cry when I it <laughs> yeah was so good the tor the fatty tuna the tor- yeah, like the yeah a fatty tuna it was so mm. good so good i'm sure so it was- yeah it's just i mean the ramen like poof i like the paimen miyake you guys are doing a great job because obviously you're listening to this podcast because we're famous in portland now yeah. yes um 
but it's not the same. It's not the, I don't know. It's the broth is not, it's just, yeah. it, even when you go one day, we were like, let's go to this, this one where every businessman seems to go after work. You know, it's just, they go there, they eat in 10 minutes and they go home. And it was like 500, no, I don't know. It was like $5. Five dollars, five, five dollars, <laughs> not 18 fucking dollars plus tips plus taxes. Just putting this out there. So it's possible to have noodles for five dollars in this world. Was it yen? Or? <clears throat> so that's done. <laughs> Do not cut this, David. I want this out there. Um, so I'm taking this. What, what, what am I? Yeah, so no, no, converting. No, it was, it was like 700, whatever. It doesn't matter, but I'm just saying yeah. it was. So good. And that's just the lower, the lower range uh, ramen was delicious. Mm, that's what mm, I'm trying to say. Mm. Uh, and why am I saying that? What were yeah, so everything was good. You, what I'm trying to say is that you don't have to go to a fancy place to have um, very good food there. And we tried to go like we would look on Google in our neighborhoods. And at the beginning, we were kind of, you know, shy. So we would go to restaurants where you can see the picture on the menu mm -hmm. or something that is called a kaiten sushi. It's like a conveyor belt sushi. Oh, So you don't have to ask for anything. It comes uh, in front of you, you pick it up and uh -huh. you pay at the end. Nice. So that's, you know, convenient. Yes. Uh, but it's after a week or so, I was like, look at this one. They all say on Google, it's translated, that it's like owned by this old couple and they're making this sushi, but like there's nothing in English and no picture and we have to like translate. So we went there and that's exactly what it was, like a really small thing. And they have these boards, you know, uh, where like it's written uh, vertically in Japanese and there's nothing, like no indication at all. So we're like, uh, sushi? <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows us different options and we're like... We don't know, but then Baptiste took his phone out <laughs> and he translated. And um, one of them said, I think it said good luck. And that's the one we wanted. It was the sushi <laughs> menu. And we're like, yeah. okay, let's just take the one that said good luck. <laughs> and when we asked it, because I think the kanji or whatever character, you know, it was similar. It meant luck, but it also meant whatever. Uh, so we chose the right one, but it was very risky. You know, I'm like, the thing is that you can have very weird stuff. Sure. You know? Sure. Like something, something egg uh, or ooh, I don't know. Sure. Yes. Or like, you know, the entrails. Sure. Something yeah. like that. And so it's moving, very, still yeah, moving. Exactly. So it's not like, you know, whatever, if it's not a sushi, eye that I'll looks have... back at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's very risky. And also because imagine you have something that for you is really not edible, like you can't, you know, physically mm. put it in your mouth, <laughs> then it's rude because you can't even speak the language and say, yeah. I'm really sorry, but I just can't. It's not against <laughs> you. This is not what I wanted. And I'm going to die if I said I'm really sorry. No, you can't. You're just looking at what would you do? Just leave the place. Wow. Super rude. Just realize there's something <laughs> we didn't talk about, about but maybe that's, uh, I mean, outdated. And also maybe we don't have enough time, but we never got to discuss the Barbie Oppenheimer thing. <gasps> I mean, I know it's like past now, but like even us as like friends, we, we never, did, got, yeah, we, we, like, we just texted about it. But yeah. We never got to like, oh my God. Yeah, so true. we're not on the same team. Kind of. Right. I mean, we yeah. both like both movies, but we don't have the same preference. It's true. Maybe we should do another podcast about it. <laughs> <laughs> or 
maybe people don't care because it's like so like everyone talked about it already. I don't know. I feel like we went out there and we went to the one that when it opened, we went to the, you know, we just picked one or we decided to go to one. And it was like, I don't know, like at that point we were just all in. Yeah. Maybe do you think that that's actually, oh, interesting. Do you think our preference is actually pre Selected because you chose to see one first, and that happens to be your favorite. And I did the opposite, and that happens to be my favorite. So maybe you know we're already drawn to our. I know. Yeah, that's probably true. I was saying though, I did going on opening night or opening weekend, and and just going in coldish or not having you know just spend two weeks hearing what other people think about it and it's stuff was same. really great yeah yeah it was yeah. really nice i totally understand what you're saying and that affects people so much like there was this very famous well you know intouchable the french comedy I, it's 10 years old now maybe more les intouchables the no. untouchable, le, yeah, you know it i do yeah you do know it i don't know how it's been translated the untouchables Oh, with this guy in excuse me, Antouchable. Pardon my French. <laughs> pardon my <laughs> French <laughs> accent. I should pronounce it the way you do because it's obviously Antouchable. <laughs> so I remember that that's also a movie that I saw the weekend it came out yeah. and I loved it so much. But then it got so much hype about it, you know, that I remember my friends who saw it like three weeks later were like, oh, it's not as good as I expected of because course. they built up. Yeah. That. So I have one that happens. So anyway. So and I you, see like, the, you see the clips that are funny. Yes. You've seen them already. Yeah, exactly. That. Exactly. And so, uh, yeah, and you have all this expectation about it. And so obviously you're disappointed. But yeah. I so love discovering I feel like thing. even if we don't say which was our favorite, people know. <laughs> I feel like it's so obvious, you know. So obviously mine was Oppenheimer and yours was, oh, was Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, of course. it makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like listening to us and they're like that stupid younger one who is like just a, a clown. She obviously preferred Obviously Barbie. preferred Oppenheimer. She's not smart enough to understand the other one. <laughs> No, I know. I just, I'm involved. Oh my God. Can I tell you my yeah. anecdote about Oppenheimer is yeah. that <laughs> so, so I go, so I go over watching and it's long as fuck, right? It's yeah. long one. And so we're, <laughs> we're good. You know, we're in, we're in there. We're at the point where you're, you know, you move people ha are popping colas. It's about, you know, it's about that time. Where you're noticing, you know, your hour half in or whatever. And so so around that time, uh, I'm sitting there and a guy up front gets up and goes to the bathroom. Again, it's like about that time where you got to sneak out. And he goes to the bathroom. And it's exactly where the, sheet, the scene shifts. And it goes to the scene um, where... Uh, Florence Pugh is naked on top of him being naked in yeah. the room yeah yeah the, you know a very erotic the yeah, most I erotic remember. scene and then <laughs> and that happens and it's going on and then it the scene shifts again and we're back and we're looking at you know matt damon or something and out comes the guy and sits down and i just was i couldn't think about anything else the whole time i'm just like <laughs> This guy has no idea what just he happened. Just, yeah, yeah. How is this 
possible. I mean, I don't even know if that was like necessary for the plot or anything, but you kind of have to have seen that scene as part of your experience. And this poor guy's in the bathroom, comes back. Matt Damon's on the screen. He's like, I haven't missed a thing. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I just, no, I I want to know like if whoever he was with, what would they have said? Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it's so interesting because yeah, people are like, yeah, he didn't miss anything that was important to the plot. Like he's gonna understand the movie anyway, but he did miss something that maybe had an impression on you, left an impression on exactly. you. Exactly, you have I mean, to. It did, you have to see that. It did leave an impression on me too. I thought it was so strong, like the way she looks at the wife, and you know, yeah, and yeah, I, the whole thing was yeah. crazy. And I then know. it just to saunter back, you know. Tucking yeah. your shirt in. I had to uh, laugh. It was so funny to me. Yeah, so. yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, hmm, interesting. Yeah. Merci. Thank you. Uh, See you next time. Welcome back, Cecilia. Thank so you. Happy I, you're I, home. My pleasure. Thanks for Michelle. sharing your trip. Pardon My French is produced by Michelle Lewis. For engineering and audio production by David Brubaker at Off Road Music Studio. 